What's going on, guys? We have another week of Level Method Programming to go over today. We are in week two of May, so that is the 9th through the 14th. Themes will stay the same as they did last week, as they will for the entire month of May. So we have powerlifting for electricity, discipline, uh, plumbing for the system, dumbbell for virtuosity, girls for the fun, and then assessments are weightlifting, rowing, and API. So let's take a quick look at what we have going on throughout the week. So we do have that weightlifting on Tuesday, then pull-ups and back squats uh, for the remaining strength days. So back squats hitting pretty much dead on on that powerlifting. Pull-ups, a little more of accessory um, for powerlifting, but we always want to get some uh, good pulling in for the strength work whenever we can. So we have that in on Thursday, and then we do have a girls' workout, Elizabeth, on Tuesday, and we'll get into that uh, when we get there. Um, but you'll see all of the other themes sprinkled throughout the week. So plumbing, definitely right here, a little bit sprinkled in throughout the other workouts as well. And then dumbbells, we'll see dumbbells um, kind of, you know, snuck in there a little bit uh, with some of these workouts. So we will, uh, we'll see as we go into them. But let's go ahead and start on Monday. So Monday, we got toes to bar and box jump review uh, for this workout. So we got toes to bar, box jumps, goblet squats. So for the warm-up, definitely making sure we're hammering these specific aspects for the workout. So scat pull-ups for those toes to bar, arm circles, front step lunges, tuck-ups, squat hold, making sure we're ready for this workout. So rock formations, four time. We got six rounds, nine toes to bar, 12 box jumps, 15 Dumbbell goblet squats, so sneaking that dumbbell in uh, for the virtuosity. The system is breathe and burn for this one. Levels, considerations, neurological and core. Just core on this one, no neurological. Because it is just toes to bar, we don't have any double unders or anything like that in here. And then API for our box jump variations. Goal is sub 13, so we're looking at just a little over two minutes per round. And let's get into this workout. So toes to bar. Should be pretty close to unbroken. If you have to break them up early, that's fine. Just make sure you're staying consistent, right? We don't want to hit that big set right off the bat and then, you know, round two, three, four, and five, just slowly falling off and having to get, go to singles or taking long breaks. So we want to just keep things moving. So if five and four does the trick for you right from the start, stick to that. That's totally fine. Uh, for purple as well, three and three, totally fine. Whatever you got to do to keep things moving. Earlier levels should be able to keep it unbroken um, just so they're able to maintain the sub-13 paces. They probably will move a little bit slower on the box jumps, plate hops, um, and, and goblet squats. So we want to keep that in mind as well when we're thinking about those hanging leg raises and knee raises. Box jumps should be straight through. Uh, I mean, unbroken, right? There's no breaking a box jump. You're going to have to reset on every every rep anyway. Make sure we're not rebounding on, on these reps. Six, you know... 72 rebounds will not be good for your ankle, your Achilles, or any of the ligaments or connective tissue in the ankle. So we want to stay away from that. Stick to step downs between each rep. And that'll also keep you a little bit more consistent. We're not blazing through uh, and kicking that heart rate up too much early on. And then goblet squats, unbroken and smooth all the way through. Uh, so scaling, toes to bar goes down to leg raises and knee raises, box jumps go to plate hops this time, just so we're sticking a little bit more to 
um, the nature of box jumps, and then goblet squats will drop in weight and reps, and then go to air squats for our earliest level. So then our breathe and burn system descriptor here, we got burning will kick in immediately on the toast of our goblet squats with the breathing gradually building throughout. So making sure that we are conscious of that burning and then keeping that breathing going all the way through, just trying to stay consistent round one and round six should look almost exactly the same. That's always the goal. So note, if you are still feeling it from Saturday, uh, then sub V-ups, tuck-ups for toes to bar and air squats for goblet squats. Adjust plate height as needed for consistent movement for these earlier levels. So we got some core accessory here to finish out the day. So half Turkish get-ups into side planks, then half Turkish get-up on the other side, side plank on the same side. If you need to go to your knees for the side plank, that's totally fine as long as we're able to maintain that nice straight line from the shoulder all the way down to the knees and then all the way down to the feet if we are not going to our knees. So extra credit here. If you've got a little bit of extra time, we got four sets, single arm ring rows and banded lat pull downs, just hammering those lats, filling in all these gaps that maybe um, we're not getting in the normal session. So this is very good for building that upper body pulling um, and also just for shoulder health in general with those, those uh, unilateral movements. So that is Monday. Let's get into Tuesday here. So we have our weightlifting and Elizabeth. So the warm-up is definitely going to be weightlifting centric. So we have sideline T-spine rotations, good mornings, neck rotations, air squats, elbows rotation, elbow rotations. Just getting all of our joints prepared for the weightlifting because we are going through full range of motion on a few different joints almost all of them uh, just about. I don't think we're going overhead here unless you are doing snatches, but everything in between. And then we have ring dips uh, on top of that in the workout. So definitely trying to cover all our bases here with the warm up, And then with the weightlifting, building to a heavy power clean or clean. And then all other levels are accumulating sets of either power clean cleans, power cleans, hang power cleans, whatever variation you're normally doing or whatever variation you need to do in order to level up. That is what you will be doing today in the weightlifting and just gradually increasing the weight week by week. So you should be doing about the same movements, right? If you're yellow, orange, white, we're doing hang power cleans, but just adding a few extra pounds every week, just, or if you're not adding weight, we're just focusing a little bit more on that technique, tightening some things up that way. When we do come to this fourth week, you're able to level up and uh, keep it moving on the map. So we got a good amount of time, 25 minutes for the weightlifting. And then we have a fan favorite here, Elizabeth. So we're going to review ring dips prior to the workout. And then get right into this one. So four time, 21, 15, nine power cleans and ring dips. Power cleans at 135, 95. That weight will drop until we get to orange. And then it switches to hang power cleans and Russian kettlebell swings for white and then ring dips go to hand release push-ups go to box push-ups as we go down so squat cleans are optional in this workout so some people always do squat cleans in this workout it technically just says cleans and if it says cleans you're allowed to pick whatever you want if we go based on weightlifting standards um, so you're allowed to do either one we just put power cleans here because if i scroll down to the next day we have thrusters tomorrow so if you do squat cleans here and you're coming in on wednesday you may have a very, very sad time. 
But if you really want to do it with squat cleans, if you've done it with squat cleans before and you want to see if you're going to improve on that time, then definitely go for it. Just know there are consequences for doing 21-15-9 squat cleans, particularly at these uh, heavier weights here. So if we are doing power cleans, uh, quick singles, even squat cleans, quick singles is probably the move here for all the power clean levels. Hang power cleans probably want to stick to sets of either 7 uh, or 11 and 10 to start and then kind of breaking it up from there as you go. Um, obviously, we don't want to do quick singles with hang power cleans. You have to deadlift every single rep. So it's going to be a little bit different for the earlier levels. But uh, higher levels, blue, purple, brown, quick singles straight through on the 21, deep breaths, slow walk over to the rings, and then big sets on those ring dips, as big as you can without burning yourself out. So again, sevens, 11 and 10, whatever you can do to keep things moving. The same token, we don't want to hit failure, especially in that first set. If we get close in the 15 and 9, that'll be okay. But in that first set, we need to be conscious of that fatigue. So making sure that we are, you know, not, you know, jumping too deep and too far into the deep end on that first set of ring dips. And then as we go, speeding up just a little bit, a little bit of urgency in that set of 15, and then that set of nine as fast as you can. So that'll go for all levels. Um, ring dips, box push-ups, hand release push-ups should be done about the same way. We just don't want to hit failure early, but we want to make sure we're keeping things moving. We're not taking too much time there. So our descriptor here, a real quick system, breathe and burn, levels, considerations, weightlifting, rings, and upper body push. And then the goal is sub six, sub six. You can definitely uh, get far away from this six if you do not pace those ring dips accordingly. So just be careful early on again with those ring dips and push-ups. So our descriptor here, breathe and burn, breathing and burning will increase quickly at the start and continue to build to the end. You will almost get to lactic tolerance by the end of the workout. So just keep that in mind. You will, if you do this right, if we're pacing it accordingly, we should be able to get a little bit of kick at the end and uh, get close to that lactic tolerance feeling as we usually do with this rep scheme. Rep scheme. And then our extra credit here, much needed aerobic flush and mobility after this workout. So three minute jog, then three minute mobility and stretch, just rotating through these three uh, positions here. Or if you want to add something else that, that you need to work on, then definitely just toss it in there. This is your time to mobilize. So you don't need to stick to these. Do whatever you got to do to keep yourself feeling good, feeling healthy for the rest of the week. So then moving into Wednesday here. So Wednesday, we have that thruster and air bike workout, definitely more plumbing side uh, of things, which is our system this month. So very appropriate. So to start a very thruster focused warm up here, air bike, and then accumulating reps, front squats, strict press, shoulder taps, um, and then getting into this workout. So movement review, reviewing thrusters, and then building to a heavy three just to kind of get the nervous system ramped up, get us ready for the power output system. That way we're able to move that thruster fairly well. Even for the earlier levels, build weight a little bit past the workout weight just to, again, get the nervous system ramped up a little bit, get them prepared for that power output system as best as they can. So levels considerations for uh, this workout is just going to be front squat. Again, system is power output. 
and the workout is downed power line. So we have four effort, four sets, 12 thrusters, 20 second max air bike, rest three minutes between sets, increase weight on thruster with each set, score is calories. So we have this option to increase weight with each set all the way down. You don't necessarily have to, particularly with these earlier levels, but if they are feeling good, if they feel like the weight is a little bit light, then, you know, grab some heavier dumbbells, throw a five, throw a two and a half on for the thrusters. Again, this is going to be, you know, person to person, coach to coach. So make sure that you are paying attention. If you see someone kind of just flying through the thrusters, um, not really having to put out too much effort in these area levels, make sure you get some extra weight for them so that they are feeling the system a little bit. So you'll notice here that this, the uh, air bike goes up in time as you go down. That's just because it'll take a little bit longer to get to the place we want them to get to for these earlier levels because their ability to put out power is not as great. So, you know, third an extra 10 seconds just to make sure they get to that very uncomfortable point that we want them to get to where purple, uh, blue, purple, and brown will be able to get there pretty quickly. So that's why we just have it at 20 seconds. So again, thrusters unbroken and fast. Make sure that we're at a pretty moderate weight here for purple and brown, but a little bit of room to build. And that last set should be pretty close to max effort on those thrusters, but nothing uh, that slows down um, the cycle speed, right? We should be moving pretty quickly here and then hopping right on the bike. And then when we get on the bike, looking to get as uncomfortable as we can, pushing as hard as we can. So you earn that three minutes of rest. So pretty straightforward on this one, not too much strategy other than pedal to the floor and keep it moving. So we don't have a goal for this one just because it will vary for all the levels. Um, and of course, the, the weight is going to be different for purple and brown. So we want to keep that in mind as well. And then our system descriptor here, power output burning will incre increase quickly and peak by the end of each air bike. Expect the burn to build round over round. So each round will get a little more burning and uncomfortable until we reach that um, too uncomfortable, too much discomfort by the end. Once we reach that, we should be done. If you hit that before the fourth set, again, you may have a very sad time in that last round. So then to round out the day here, we have some core accessories. So we have eight minutes to accumulate seconds and an L-sit, weighted plank, arch body hold. L-sits go down to hollow holds, bent hollow holds, weighted plank goes to a plank, and then arch body holds stay the same as you go down. So just rotating through, hitting good sets, 15, 20, 30 seconds of each, and keeping it moving, just trying to be in a solid position for all eight minutes, not too much downtime in there. Uh, between your sets. Extra credit again, we have some much needed aerobic flush and mobility. So three minute jog, then three minute mobility and stretch. So rotating through these as needed and also adding in whatever you need to add in uh, to keep yourself feeling good. So that is Wednesday. Let's hop into Thursday here. So Thursday, we do have those pull ups that we spoke about at the beginning. And then a two-part workout here. We got eight minutes of kettlebell swings and pull-ups and then a partner row to finish. So warm-up here, getting us ready for the pull-ups. We got ring, ring scat pulls, ring rows, kettlebell deadlifts at 3, 6, 9, 12 into infinity for seven minutes. And then a 20-second plank to finish off just to make sure everyone's core 
is nice and active and ready to work for all of the different movements we have today. So with the pull-ups, we got 15 minutes accumulating sets of weighted pull-ups for the higher levels, then scaling down as normal to strict pull-ups, pronated negatives, and then standing pull-ups for the earliest levels. And then getting into the workout, movement review is just going to be reviewing and demoing movements, probably sticking to mostly uh, kipping pull-ups here a little bit on the kettlebell swings. Just making sure everyone's moving well before we get started in this one. But these are some pretty fundamental movements that we are doing all of the time. So everyone should be pretty familiar. So getting into our workout, the system breathe and burn, levels considerations, kettlebell and upper body pull. This one is called routine traffic stop. So it's four total reps and calories. The reason we don't have a goal here is our test gyms were levels testing, doing assessments these past few weeks. So a few workouts got left out. This was one of them. But given the, you know, the structure of this workout, this one's not too difficult to kind of guess on. Um, and we'll get into that when we, uh, when we get into the workout here. So for total reps and calories, you have eight minutes, three, six, nine, 12 into infinity of Russian kettlebell swings and pull-ups that will scale down in weight. So it's at 70 and 53 for Brown. Then it goes to 53, 35 and then scales down as usual. Pull-ups go to ring rows today, just because this is going to be a little more muscularly dominant, more on the burn side. So we have those ring rows in there, a strict movement for the pulling. And then we're going to rest four minutes after that eight minutes. And then you have eight minutes of calorie row with a partner. So you're going to accumulate as many calories as you can in eight minutes. While you are working, your partner is resting, resting in quotation marks in an elbow plank for the earlier levels. It's plank on a box just so they're able to hold for a decent amount of time. So again, getting into this workout Russian kettlebell swings and pull-ups. We want to try to keep those kettlebell swings unbroken all the way through. This will get pretty grippy with the pull-ups, but kettlebell swings should be unbroken. Quick rest, quick breath, shake the hands out. Unbroken pull-ups up to the set of nine, and then we want to start breaking it up for grip, also for technique, right? Your, your lats are probably getting tired by this point. So breaking things up at the set of 12 so that you're able to keep things moving as you get into the later rounds. So that'll go for just about everyone, even with the ring rows, probably staying unbroken through the set of nine and then breaking it up once we get to the set of 12 again. So quality stays nice and high and also grip doesn't fatigue too much. So I would say once we get to the set of 12, things are going to start to slow down quite a bit. So getting into the set of 15, 18 is probably a good goal. If you get into the set of 21, you're probably very good at kettlebell swings and pull-ups and your grip is probably uh, pretty insane. So um, shooting to get into that set of 18, and then if you get through that into the set of 21, then you are, uh, you're pretty elite with your grip. Um, and for the earlier levels, it is possible to get through the set of 21 a little bit easier, but those ring rows should slow people down because of the muscular demand uh, those require. So then after our four-minute rest, we want to try to be able to hit at least one minute at a time on the row. That way you get into a good rhythm, you can get things going a little bit, and we limit transitions, right? The transitions will kill you on the row because you've got to take the feet out, especially if you're hooking the feet in. If you aren't if you aren't hooking the feet into the holsters and just planting them right on the little foot plates, you might be able to transition a little quicker, but you probably won't be able to pull as hard, so there is that trade-off. It's up to you however you want to do it. 
but at least going for a minute at a time. So that means you have to be able to hold a plank for a minute while you're fatigued. So if you need to go to a box, that's totally fine. The, the priority is hitting that energy system on the calorie row, not holding an elbow plank. So whatever you have to do to kind of make that work, do it. So pretty straightforward on the row. Uh, calories will vary because, you know, obviously a brown pair of athletes will should be able to crank out a lot more calories than a pair of yellow and orange athletes. So just keeping that in mind, it's going to vary quite a bit throughout levels. So then our energy system descriptor here, breathe and burn. Burning will increase quickly on the swings and pull-ups with breathing increasing proportionally as you go. Breathing will ramp up quickly and hold on the rower. And then rounding out the day with some extra credit, we have bodybuilding, four to five rounds, 12 to 15 skull crushers and hammer curls, just burning those suckers out. Uh, not only to fill out those shirt sleeves, but it's very good for the elbows to isolate um, those movements so that we're able to come back and do pull-ups, come back and do handstand push-ups, all those compound movements, and keep those uh, elbows nice and healthy. So weight should be pretty light here, unbroken through sets of 15, and then if it drops down to 12 as you go, that's totally fine. Once you drop below 12, you are done. So if that happens at set 3, you're done. If that happens at set 4, you're done. Hopefully you can make it to set five. So that is Thursday. We are moving right along here into Friday. So Friday we have our back squats hitting our powerlifting electricity discipline. And then we have a dumbbell focused workout um, with those, you know, the dumbbell virtuosity. But let's go ahead and jump back up to the warm up. So we have a 200 meter jog, and then we have 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off dumbbell press, mountain climbers, and air squats stretching during that 30 second off time. And then getting into our back squats, we have 15 minutes building to a heavy five reps at RPE 8 to 9, RPE 8 to 9, and then RPE 7 to 8 for blue. So RPE is rate of perceived exertion. So perceived exertion. Is on an individual level, so scale of 1 to 10, 10 being an absolute max, 1 being, you know, just kind of standing up from your desk chair right now, probably a maybe an RP2 for some people if you did squats yesterday, but you get the point, right? So if we're closer to 10, it should be closer to a max effort. The lower we get, the easier relatively that effort should be. So we take we keep that on for blue, purple, and brown, but it's a little more difficult for the earlier levels because they don't have a developed nervous system. So their rate of perceived exertion is not going to be very accurate um, in terms of how hard their muscles are actually working, how hard their body's actually working. So keeping that in mind, we will have a link that kind of takes you to a article or a little more in depth about rate of perceived exertion if you want to get, you know, dive in a little bit. Um, but as long as you know, you know, eight to nine, pretty close to a max effort for, for five, right? So after our back squats here, we have our dumbbell workout. So we have push press, overhead reverse lunges, and a run. So the push press is going to be the technically the most difficult, um, but obviously the overhead reverse lunges, also a difficult movement. So we are spending a good amount of time there in the movement review on both of those. And then getting into our workout here, poison varies. The system is breathe and burn. Levels consideration is upper body push. And the goal is sub 15. So four time, four rounds, 10 dumbbell push press on the right side, 
12 dumbbell overhead reverse lunges on the right side, and then we switch to the left side, do the same thing, and then you have a 400-meter run in between those rounds. So as we go down, uh, reps on the dumbbell overhead reverse lunges will go down, and then weight will go down until we get to yellow. Then we go to dumbbell press, strict press, and front rack reverse lunges with that dumbbell. For orange, this is kind of our transition level. So you can go to the front rack as needed, depending on difficulty of the movement. So if they're not able to hold a good overhead position, drop them, drop them to the front rack position so that they're able to keep it moving during the workout and they're not putting themselves in any sort of danger uh, having that dumbbell overhead. So for all levels, the goal would be unbroken push press right into unbroken reverse lunges. Also keeping in mind alternating legs for the lunges. So the dumbbell will stay on one arm, but legs can alternate uh, as you go. So unbroken lunges, then dumbbell down, quick rest, switch arms, push press on the left side, overhead reverse lunges on the left side, and then pretty brisk run here. So we don't want to be using this run as recovery too much. We want to keep it moving on the run, but the main focus is going to be this dumbbell work, right? So making sure we're able to maintain quality on those push press, maintain quality and position on those reverse lunges, and then consistency across all rounds with that quality. So sub 15 should be pretty doable if we're able to maintain quality. If you start to fall apart on those reverse lunges, you have to break them up. You can get past that 15 minutes. So if you do need a little bit of extra rest before that next set of push press into the reverse lunges, definitely take it. That extra 10 seconds you take to rest could save you 30, 40 minute down the line. So that goes for all levels. Obviously, the front rack reverse lunges will be a little bit easier, but for these earlier levels, mostly focused on getting those legs working, not too worried about having that dumbbell overhead and working on that, that uh, kind of advanced stability. So the energy system descriptor here, breathe and burn. Breathing will increase quickly in the beginning and hold. Burning will build in the shoulders and legs throughout. Again, go to the front rack as needed for the lunges. Even for these uh, later levels here, if they have something with their shoulder that doesn't allow them to hold that overhead position or allow them to hold a quality overhead position, it's always better to go to the front rack. And alternate legs on the lunges. Do not do lunges all on the same side. Extra credit here. We have aerobic flush and mobility once again, just because we do have a tough week this week. So we're kind of emphasizing... Uh, aerobic flush and mobility this week. So quick jog, quick mobility and stretch, rotating through um, some more overhead focused stretches. Again, if you need to switch these out for something different to kind of hit whatever's tight or uncomfortable on you, then absolutely do that. So that is Friday. Let's move into our final day of the week here, Saturday. So we have a longer workout, 21-minute AMRAP with double-unders, dumbbell power cleans, and burpees over dumbbell. Uh, so movement review is going to be focused on the double-unders and a little bit on the dumbbell power clean. It's not something we do all the time, but because we are weightlifting quite a bit and doing dumbbell snatches, kettlebell swings, all of that carries over to the dumbbell power clean. So we just have to work on the little nuances of where the dumbbell ends up. But real quick, warm up, 5, 10, 15, 10, 5, single dumbbell RDL. So just holding that dumbbell in between your legs, just like you would a kettlebell, barbell. Uh, for RDLs, we're not necessarily doing unilateral work here. 
just using the single dumbbell. Bodybuilders and then calf raises times two. So 10, 20, 30, 20, 10 on those calf raises. So again, double under review and practice and then dumbbell power clean practice with the remaining time for our movement review and prep. And then getting into this heavy breathing workout, the mist. We have neurological and core, neuro only today, not core for the levels considerations, kettlebell and API. And then the goal here is 10 plus rounds. So we're looking at a round every two minutes. If you are proficient at double unders and pretty good on those dumbbell power cleans, you should be able to get closer to 12, 13, 14 rounds. But again, that's also going to be breathing dependent, not just movement uh, competency dependent. So the mist is 21 minutes, 32 double unders, 16 dumbbell power cleans, 8 burpees over the dumbbell. It is a single dumbbell for the power clean, so you can split that up however you want. Unless we say dual dumbbell, power clean snatch, dual dumbbell overhead squat, dual dumbbell front squat, it's always going to be a single dumbbell. Uh, mostly for logistics, right? If you have a full class and half the class is doing 50, 35, 35, 25, you're going to run out of dumbbells pretty quick if we're doing dual dumbbell stuff. So usually we stick to single dumbbell stuff. So always default to that unless we say otherwise. Okay, back to the workout. I know I just wanted to get that out of the way because I saw this down here and it tends to be a pretty frequent question. So with this workout, we do want all of this to be unbroken and smooth, right? Has to be smooth if we're going to move for 21 minutes. If you're moving very frantically, if things are jerking around, you will have a hard time maintaining a pace for 21 minutes. So unbroken double unders, couple deep breaths, unbroken dumbbell power cleans. I would switch arms on every rep for the power cleans just to save the grip a little bit. Uh, it may not seem like a lot, but if we're doing 10 rounds, that's 160 dumbbell power cleans. And if you're holding on for all eight reps on one side and the other, that grip could get pretty fatigued. Couple deep breaths and then get into those burpee over dumbbell. So scaling, that double that double under will drop in reps and then drop into single unders and the dumbbell hang or the dumbbell power cleans go to drop in weight, drop in weight and then go to dumbbell uh and say a dumbbell power cleans, but drop all the way down to 15 and 10 for the earliest level. Burpees turn into bodybuilders. So that's where the movement is going to change there, usually at orange. So all levels should be focused on the same thing, smooth, consistent movement. Minute one and minute 21 should be looking almost exactly the same, maybe even a little bit faster in minute 21 uh, so that we're finishing strong. So pretty straight down the middle, heavy breathing here. Uh, you Again, you will have some grip fatigue with the dumbbell power cleans, but not so much that it will slow you down. It could slow you down if you don't alternate hands. So again, keep that in mind. So heavy breathing, our system descriptor here, breathing will ramp up quickly in the first few rounds and maintain at a high intensity for the remaining time. So we're looking at like 85 to 90% heart rate for all 21 minutes and just being able to sustain movement quality under that fatigue. Again, single dumbbell for the power cleans, one dumbbell. And then our accessory here, we have some bodybuilding accessory, four quality, four sets of 12 glute bridges with your dumbbell at 2, 2, X, 0. So that's two seconds down, two second hold at the bottom, uh, two explosive to the top, and then no hold at the top. So explosive going up, no hold at the top, two seconds down, and then a two second reset between reps. 
Um, the reason we do that two second reset between reps is just because the, the glute bridges uh, can tend to get a little wonky if you're cycling quickly. So full reset, rest on the ground before an explosive concentric into that two second eccentric, just getting those glutes fired up and working. Again, not only because we want, you know, bigger glutes, but also this does aid in almost all other lower body movements that we're doing. Any triple extension movements we are doing are very glute dependent. So we want to make sure that those are strong and working. So our extra credit here is rowing, five minutes easy, 10 minutes at goal pace for the assessment. So your 20 minute row assessment, this should be a little bit faster than you've gone before, and then five minutes easy to finish. So this 10 minutes should be relatively easy, right? Given that you should be able to hold it for 20 minutes to level up. So keep that in mind. If it is very difficult to hold for 10 minutes, the chances that in two weeks you'll be able to hold it for 20, not very high. So just drop the expectations a little bit, get yourself in a nice sweet spot for an easy level up, right? Don't stretch three, four levels one or two levels at a time, uh, inch your way up the map. Don't try to make big leaps. So that will round out our week. This is again, week two of May. A lot of fun stuff in this week. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. And do not forget to fill out your weekly surveys for this month. This is the only way to make changes to the programming on your end. We do take this into account every single week. We are going through them, taking actionable steps from the comments, and then making noticeable changes in the programming. So that is your way to affect the programming and keep it moving in the right direction. Again, if you have any questions, please drop a comment on the Facebook page, drop a post, message me if you have something very particular you wanted to talk about that you're not sure if it's appropriate for the group. You can always message me. I am here to answer your questions. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week.